and whatever happens happens. We don't really edit these unless you want <laughs> them edited. Really so, good to know. Unless you <laughs> want them edited, <laughs> and then we're just like, yeah, okay. Well. Um, we haven't had to really edit anybody. Lindy came close. <laughs> yeah, Lindy came close. It was the after hours that we talked about yeah. doing the after hours kind yeah. of thing, and that's when they got really good. <laughs> Things got pretty uh, darn interesting. Everything so like after hours. Yeah. It's unscripted. It's conversational. It's uniquely Utah and Salt Lake. Get ready for the Everything Salt Lake All at Once podcast with Jim and Tracy Nelson. Welcome to Everything Salt Lake All at Once. It's our podcast about literally nothing at all. <laughs> Way to promote, Jim. Should we tell her the uh, the alternate title we're going to have for our next podcast? Oh, God. Yes, I need to hear this. Uh, it's gonna, that one's going to be called Out Our Ass. <laughs> Which is a more accurate term of what happens on this podcast. There you go. See, yeah. I typically call it pulling things out of my ear. Sure, sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Because I'm a lady. <laughs> Always a lady. <laughs> See, we swear when we're away from the kids because it charges it costs us a dollar every time we swear in front of the Dang, kids. You and they, guys are expensive. Well, they love we it, don't yeah. swear that much though. Because so. it, it's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I understand this. Swearing costs. <laughs> Well, let's try. I think the only time I actually swear, it seems like, is when I'm driving. And so, like, today I got in the car, Sandra went with me to the gym, and I knocked something over, and I went, help. And he goes, a dollar. <laughs> That's what they do. Yeah, they're, they're thrilled. Now we've kind of conditioned them badly. They're so excited when we swear. It's like, oh, money, 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 money. Yeah, I gave that up really, really young. I, I unfortunately taught my children not well, when they were young. <laughs> we all do that, right? No one knows how to do it. It's just all. No, no, no. The only people that we ever watch ourselves around now is my mother because she is just so very easily offended. Mm -hmm. But, you know, she's old. So old. <laughs> old. Oh. <laughs> Past older, old. too old. She balances her checkbook at the check stand. So, oh, yes. no. Old. Oh, no. <laughs> I think that that is how I'm going to come up with the criteria from right now. If you're writing a check and you're balancing your checkbook when you're what? checking out at the grocery store, you're yeah, old. are old. Yeah, old. <laughs> Not <Yeah>, negotiable. <laughs> and to the elderly people who listen to our podcast, we're sorry. We're so sorry. Please don't balance your checkbook <laughs> at the check stand out of consideration of your children that have driven you oh my gosh <laughs> and the world around and, and the people waiting around. in line behind them who are like right. trying so hard not to look pissed right 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 like, oh, 100% so so yeah there you go <laughs> you don't get mad at the old people no one's gonna no. get mad at the old people uh, well right? I can because she's mine well she's your mom so yeah. I totally can sure. do that sure totally can do that I don't swear at her though well tell us a little bit about you tell are you born and raised um I was born in Salt Lake. We moved to Bountiful for a short period of time, moved back to Salt Lake when I was eight years old, and I've never left. And so, you know, there's, you know, awesome. always the dream of maybe going somewhere else. But, you know, my family is here. My life is here. I just, you know, there might come some day when I'm not here, but right. that's nowhere in the... I get my first grandbaby this spring. Oh, my gosh. Or in, uh, in, in uh, July. Oh, you're locked oh, in. So yeah. I'm, yeah. I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. That's the thing. It's anyway. just like it's all over now. I'm never going to leave. You had that generation of possibly, but nope, now we got a new one. <laughs> I know. That's it. You're locked in. And so I'm super excited about that. Um, I've got three amazing kids. They're all grown up. They're all on their own. They're all living beautiful lives that they've created for themselves. And they're all here too. They're or? all here. That's cool. Yeah, I've got two boys, and my daughter is my uh, is my <laughs> my grandbaby mama. And so, <laughs> so I, as the I kids would say, as the kids as would the put kids, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. grandbaby. So the mama. rest of them are irrelevant at this point. Um, <laughs> which, you know, it's it's fine. So you grew up in I'm thinking East Salt Lake, yes, right? East Salt Lake. We mentioned Skyline. Yeah, I went to Skyline, um, and. Uh, you know, I lived for a good portion of my life. Um, when I got married, my husband and I bought a house out in West Valley, uh -huh. which was going to be the starter home, but it ended up being the 25-year-long home. Wow. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, yeah. Wow. And so, you know, I lived out in West Valley. And, you know, it was really just, it was just a lovely place to live. We had a great neighborhood. We had great neighbors. 
Um, and then a couple of years ago, um, I got divorced and woke up one morning and decided that it was time to move to the city. And so I sold that house and, uh, I moved into, I call her my hundred year old grandma house. Oh, and wow. she's, she's the most amazing thing. And I've got a hundred year old, hundred foot tall sycamore grandpa tree with a swing out. In Holy it. cow. So I'm what literally living the grandma it? dream. That's awesome. Um, she's on about, um, I'm on about 1800 South and West Temple. Oh, oh cool. Oh, that's a neat just, area. That's a, a great oh, area. Fantastic. I love yeah. it over there. And we have a great, wonderful little, uh, just a very vibrant community right there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just, I just really consider her, you know, Kind of my forever home, yeah. Because she's exactly what I've always wanted. Right. She's, like I say, she's just this hundred-year-old lady, and she's got all of the coolness and and uh, everything that goes along with it. Yeah, and that's so, awesome. Yeah, it's great, and so I'm happy there. So you're gonna stay there? You gonna? Uh, you know, right now I don't see me not being there. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, like I say, with, with the grandbaby on the way, this house is made for grandbabies. And so right now, <laughs> that's that's the whole thing is to bring, you know, is to have uh, sort of, when I had I had that grandmother, she had a hundred year old house and, and she was just like this amazing grandma. And I kind of want to be that amazing grandma that my grandma was to. Right. Yeah. And oh, so that's really oh, where I'm awesome. at on that. Yeah. That's so so very excited about that. It's great to have a good grandma. Yeah. yeah. It's it's, um, I think, one of the the true joys in mm-hmm. life is to be able to, I mean, as a as a granddaughter, to look back, and um, you know, and just really cherish mm-hmm. that relationship with my grandparents. Yeah, and um, I feel really, really privileged that I had that growing up, mm-hmm. and I absolutely want to provide that to my grandbabies. I just want to love upon them like crazy and feed them <laughs> sugary foods on the weekend. And, and do all the stuff know. the parents don't want you to do. And you don't care because you're the grandma, so whatever. That's right. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yes, sir. My our, my grandmother or my nanny, she was a nanny, she had this drawer at the bottom in the kitchen that had candy, but <gasps> it was in the back. It was like the company candy. It was like those soft, they're not soft, but those white mints that kind of melt in your mouth. Yes. Oh, like or the, and they're different or colored. I guess they would kind of pass down. Oh my gosh. We'd find <laughs> them and within like two days, they'd be gone. gone. <laughs> but she hid them so she wouldn't know that they were gone. <laughs> Until because, the company came. <laughs> Exactly. And they were Where did all those mints go? <laughs> but she was one of those grandmas, just like that, you yeah. know, that you just like that ideal. Well, it's funny that you mentioned the, the drawer because in my grandmother's kitchen, in the lower drawer, were our toys. Uh-huh. And our toys, which we loved and adored, were just like broken bits of pieces right. of whatever was left <laughs> right, over from right. her kids' childhoods, right. Right? right? And they were the best toys ever. Right. And so I don't know. So I'm, I am literally gathering broken toys from my friends. <laughs> Carry on the fun tradition. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> the drawer of broken toys. <laughs> I yep. like that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy, but it seems like it works for me. So yeah. we're going to go with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, grandparents have kind of that weird magicalness. They do. Where think? did your grandma grow up? Or where? Um, she, was on, um, she was on 13th South and 15th East. Oh, okay. And okay. so, um, yeah. same, same same type of house yeah. and whatnot. I mean, it probably wasn't a hundred year old. Well, definitely wasn't a hundred year old house then, but it is now. Right. But it had the same, you know, the leaded glass and all of the cool features um, that you get sort of in that neighborhood. That is so. I love the builds in that mm-hmm. area. Um, what is that kind of south? Well, it's like 15th to 15th, right? Yeah. So kind of, yeah. And, and yeah. it yeah. kind of carries over into the avenues, you know, that mm-hmm. whole. That, yeah, right. Just that Victorian style. And, yeah. the, yeah. and all of the brick and, mm-hmm. and, and the windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you don't find those all that often anymore. You don't. Everybody's remodeling them, you know, yep. redoing them. Which is great. Which is great, but yeah, but and that's my challenge. They're not restoring got, them. No, yeah, they're yeah. remodeling I've, them. They're not restoring them. Yeah. See, that's where I've got is I've got the Harlequin windows in my house that are a hundred years old, single pane, and they're all cracked. And the wind, literally, you can hear the wind yeah. and feel kind of whistle through them. Oh wow! <laughs> and so and and you know, I have you know, I was talking with my brother the other day, and he goes, "Yeah, you just need to replace those." It's like I'm. Sorry, have you seen them? Right, right. And where are you going to get them? They're and beautiful. Until I can yeah. actually like. Do them yeah. properly. Right. I'm not. Does I'm anybody not. do them anymore? I'm sure there's some. Yes, ones somewhere, I've, I've right? talked with my contractor, and he was he was practically frothing at the mouth. Really? But I mean, it's just 
It's a lot of money. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. There's other priorities right now. So I just feel the breeze blow through my hair every time we have a story. That's right. That's right. Quite delightful. Do the story problem. Yeah. The heat lost is not worth whatever this window is going yeah, to cost. Yeah, and that's that's exactly it. I just keep looking at my 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 equal pay and expect every year for it to just keep rising and rising because I know what uh, I've got. That's funny. <laughs> it's a good thing she's cute because she's expensive. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, those houses up there are super cool. So you yeah. grew up around there, then kind of up around. You know, I I am I sort of did. You know, there's there's you went to school, grade school that's just below where she lived and my kids all went to Uinta. I oh, actually okay. transported them up there. Wow, that was quite a commute. Well, it was a bit where I worked and where their daycare was and whatnot. It actually made sense. And uh-huh. so it was a bit nostalgic, but it also at the time made quite a lot of sense. Yeah. And so, you know, for all intents and purposes, I do sort of consider that to be, you know, a little bit of my home base mm-hmm. and always loved, loved the area, loved the houses. Um, it was just, it was such a, a beautiful thing. And so that's always been, you know, just a really big thing for me is that I always, always wanted a house that was similar to that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I say, I, you know, we bought the house in West Valley. I got divorced. I raised kids, got remarried, got re-divorced. Um, and so, I mean, during that period of time, that West Valley house was a godsend. It was a good, solid house in a good, solid neighborhood, and it right. raised my children. Yeah, right. probably and a now, younger neighborhood, a younger neighborhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it was just, it was just really lovely. And now that the kids are all gone, and it's all about me, <laughs> I get to have my house. <laughs> and and so, back up. That's right. <laughs> so now it's just all about me. <laughs> I love it. I know. Me too. It's just, it's really fun. You know, it's the first time I've ever actually lived alone. Uh-huh. You know, when I got married, I'm, you know, I moved out of my parents' house and moved in with my husband and then I raised my children. And so this is actually the first time I've ever lived alone. And How's I'm, it going? It's fantastic. Is it everything you dreamed it would be? <laughs> it is. <laughs> my goodness, it's amazing. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. I, awesome. I make all my own rules. It's incredible. <laughs> and so... um yeah, it's it's a delight. That's cool. Yeah, that's so cool. So, what do you think is the biggest difference? So, you've lived mm-hmm. there for a while. Mm-hmm. And you're back there now. Mm-hmm. So, with that weird time lapse, like I know there's lots and lots of differences. Absolutely. But what are some of the things that just kind of first come to mind? Like, what are the biggest differences that are happening between West Jordan? No, because you lived up there. On, let's call it oh, Salt Lake, right? Area. And then you moved away. I did. All right, 25 years, right? And now you're back, and that's got to create some sense of contrast. And I'm sure you were up there all the time anyway, but what's the biggest yeah. thing that's changed over the years? You know, I just think um, the the biggest thing, when when I was, where, where I was originally raised, it was very, very conservative. It was a very conservative area. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I was always a little bit more, I was always a little bit more liberal than that, but it was really hard to be. I wouldn't pick up on yeah, that. I know, yeah. right? It's so unusual. <laughs> and I, I hide it so well. <laughs> so well. Sister called. Go on. <laughs> That's another one. You know, the, I think the biggest the biggest difference for me, and it's not so much a then versus now kind of thing, um, but you know, the neighborhood where I live right now is is very very liberal. We're very diverse, and mm-hmm. and um, and it just really feels like the community is a community because they want to be a community, right? Not because you know it's a you know, yeah. sort of a preordained where you're a member of a ward, right. yeah. which the members of the ward thing was also fabulous because, <laughs> you know, you had a built-in set of friends right. and a built-in community and and it was really warm and loving and very, very inviting. Where I live now, it's more just a group of people that just said, hey, let's be friends. Yeah. Right. And everybody went, you know, that sounds like a great idea. It's more a choice and you it's, have to work it, yes. at it. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I get that. Yeah. And well, we're not LDS either. So, you know, when we move into an area or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. it's always very purposeful, especially in Utah, to right. try and get to know people, which right. is different than the ward. Because if right. you're LDS, which is great, you're like, next Sunday, I meet everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and right. you know, and you're very much, right. you're absolutely welcomed in and it's really, really easy. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it is far more challenging to to find that. And, and I was fortunate enough to move into a neighborhood where they were all, hey, 
You're, Hi. We're inviting you. Welcome. Here's our here's our chat line. Everybody's friends. Do you need anything? They have a right. chat line? We have a chat line. Oh, my gosh. It's incredible. That's awesome. It's incredible. And, you know, I just, I feel Do you have a crisis line, too, or just the chat line? <laughs> it is actually a bit of a crisis line at times. <laughs> it has been known to fulfill a crisis issue. And so, um, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's just fun to be a member of a very uh, purposeful mm-hmm. community um, where everybody's very committed to that outside of a designated area. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, I very much appreciate, uh, I very much appreciate that. And I felt very, very welcomed, and I don't feel at all alone. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And so that That's was nice. one of my worries about moving into an area like this, because right. I'm moving in there alone. Right. Mm-hmm. And contrary to you know what you guys may think, I'm not terribly outgoing. And so it's a little bit awkward for me to make friends. And so right. it was really great to have people come and invite me into friendship. Yeah. yeah. I really appreciate that. That's really that. neat. Yeah, that's really yeah. neat. And yeah, generally, like when we look at the demographics of the valley, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the more north you go or toward the avenues, mm-hmm. from, let's say 33rd, that's a nice middle line, right? Um, it tends to be more kind of mixed like that, mm-hmm. right? And then, of course, as you get farther out into uh, Cottonwood Heights, Sandy and Draper, I think it becomes a little bit more densely populated with mm-hmm. um, the LDS groups, right? right? The wards and stakes and things well, like that. Well, and young families, too. I mean, Very not right. necessarily right. that, but young families mm-hmm. and stuff. And that's yeah, ours, <clears throat> our neighborhood, we have... Um, we have some of our our neighborhood ladies that are are expecting, so that's really fun. We uh-huh. have a, a little uh, eighteen month old that lives right next door. But honestly, for the most part, we're all a little bit older. Uh-huh. Um, there are not a ton of little ones in our specific neighborhood. Although um, around the remaining the remaining neighborhood, there's actually quite a few uh, uh, quite a few younger kids. But we are sort of a, a little street of uh, two streets. Or two rows of houses um, that we live. We live in a park. Mm. The, the between us is just grass, oh, my and so God, our front not... yards face each other. Uh-huh. And so it's this little street where we all. Um, that's our community. Just kind of yeah. it's these 20, 23 houses. Yeah. yeah. And so, what a gem! Uh, it is find. a gem. It's a gem, and it was it was it was it was created to be that way. And there were supposed to be a number of them, but um, the depression kicked in, mm. uh-huh. and it killed uh, killed the idea yeah. of it happening. So all of ours um, were it, uh, ours. Our subdivision was actually created prior to the sub prior to the depression. But then when the depression kicked in, it got foreclosed out, and the bank. Co- the bank finished it. Uh-huh. So my house is a 1929 house. Mm-hmm. And so many of them are 1927 through 29. Wow. And so uh, cool. It was really, it was yeah. a really neat little concept that they came up with. Live in a park is what the advertisement was in the paper wow. back then. How cool. And, so, and now Daybreak's <laughs> trying to do that all over again. Absolutely. Right? Which is absolutely. really funny. And it's brilliant. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant because it really brings home the fact that you do need to be friends with your neighbors. There's so many areas where everybody hangs out in their backyard, but they never yeah. meet their neighbors. Right. And backyards are fabulous, but so are neighbors. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's really fun to see um, a very intentional neighborhood created. And then the people who purchase that intentionally creating and right. continuing that community. Right. Yeah. 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 There's this weird spot in uh, like the history of Utah housing, like the 80s and 90s, when we started building these really big houses, right? right. Like people come from out of state and they're like 4,500 what? Right. right? Feet? What? And we have a, you know, these massive half acre, a third of an acre mm-hmm. backyards and things. And so it became very insular. Yes. Right. And so people started doing stuff kind of in their house and all their entertainment happened inside their house and, mm-hmm. and harken back to your neighborhood. And also kind of fast forward to daybreak, it's really interesting that's coming back to that sense of community. Right. Well, and, you know, and I think about, uh, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, where I was raised and, and the street that we grew up on was a steep street. It was quite steep. And, but it was packed with, with kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. we probably had 20 kids our age. And I mean, everybody knows it. You know, leave the house in the morning and don't come back until dinner. Right. And that was absolutely it. Right. I mean, we rode bikes, we played cops and robbers, we climbed in the tree houses. You know, we had so much going on all the time, all summer. It was just, it was incredible. And now I drive down that street nostalgically. I drive down that street just to see what's going on, and it is dead. There's yeah, there's no soul. one outside. Yeah. There's not a living soul. And I just think back to what a vibrant area that it right. was when when I was growing up. 
And, and I do think that that's an enormous loss. So how do we fix, I know we can't fix everything, but you know, how, how do we move towards becoming more social? Because that's a struggle, I think, for all parents and now grandparents, mm-hmm. right? Is our kids just sit on these devices and right. there's a lot to do, right. right? And I think there's a lot there that's good. There's a lot that's bad, but it's all focused there, yeah. right? So what do we do about that? Well, speaking What's of that, the answer, the answer Trace is here to solve it. Indeed. Finally. I don't know if I've ever told you guys, but I like know all things. <laughs> well, I just assumed. I'm sorry. The I goddess just, of all knowledge. I just assumed. <laughs> so, you know, honestly, I just think it's, it's parents. Yeah. Parents are so paranoid yeah. about letting their kids sort of roam wild. Right. Yeah. And they all have phones. You can track your kid. Right. Let them go outside and It's play. much safer now than it was when we were running around. Right? And God knows where we were bleeding out. It. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, we were lucky if our parents managed to give us a quarter so that we were a dime, depending upon your age, you know, to call home in the event of a crisis. You know, and now you can trace your children, you know, down to the inch yeah, as exactly. to where they are. Yeah, let them, you know, let your kids fly free a little bit. I just, I think that there's an awful lot of paranoia and fear. And that's come with the technology. Right. I and I was listening to a podcast today, actually, about um, about the neighborhood apps that you can get. Kind of like oh, yeah. your chat yeah, yeah. apps. Yeah. Or, yeah. or next door. Next door. And then there is this, there's this other one that they were talking about. But basically what it says that, you know, it causes paranoia. Because oh, for sure. It's like... This, even though um, something may have happened a week ago, it's still a gray dot. And or so there's so all far, these others little dot, 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 and Yeah, so far removed from this. you, but it's like it's so close yeah. to you. Yeah, and right. then it just causes this that sense of that you're not safe. Right. When you are more safe sort right. of thing, you know, kind of thing. It was really interesting. I liken a lot of this, and, and bear with me as I go through this. I liken a lot of it. So when we do a closing together, when mm-hmm. we when we have a transaction together, buyers and sellers, they come in and they go, I've been told that this is going to take us hours and that it's going to be horrible and it's going to be dreadful. <laughs> and it's like, I've, I'm sorry that this is who you've been talking to because no, no, no are these people. That. Right, right. And it's like childbirth, right? Yeah. So you see this cute little girl and she's got her first little baby in her belly and she's so excited to be pregnant. And then these... Other pregnant women come up to her and say, oh, you're going to hate labor. It's going to do this. It's going to be that. Everything's horrible. It's going to be, you know, and so this poor, cute little lady who's so excited about having her baby is suddenly terrified because all of these people have been telling her how hard childbirth is. Because the people that don't have a story don't tell a story. That's right. You know, I mean, most people out there have a completely seamless closing experience. Mm-hmm. They have a completely seamless pregnancy. They have a seamless labor. Right. They don't have a story to tell. to tell. And it's very similar to like the next door. If you have, if you don't have a story to tell, you don't write on there, hey, I didn't get robbed today. Mark me safe. You know, so there's all of this. Nobody <laughs> marks themselves safe ma- from nothing. We're making that app now, though. We should. Yeah, we're going to gamify being safe every day. Because seriously, everybody, most people, they don't have a crisis. The right. only right. time you share is when you have a crisis. Right. And so you've got, you know, 30,000 people in a small area that are completely fine. Right. And one person got their car broken into, and all of a sudden, nobody's safe. And all of a sudden, it's a crime wave. Nobody yeah. is safe, right. except that everybody is safe. Mm-hmm. And so that's, I, I, I joined uh, Nextdoor, and I finally had to get rid of it because it was just so full of unkindness uh-huh. and unnecessary Isn't that the other weird thing on those apps? And we see it in kind of some of the some of the community Facebook groups, too. Mm-hmm. It's like people who are really nice and you would like to hang out with them, they're arguing in this really right. ugly language online. And you're right. like, what are you guys doing? You're going to hate each other because right. you're talking like this. You know who each other are. Mm-hmm. It's so weird to me. It's so it odd. Or it's the faceless thing that you right. Well, I think that's whatever. why you get permission to do that inside mm-hmm. your head. But now what are you going to do when you see him at the grocery store? Right. Hey, Maggie. Duck. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Maggie. Going to the toothpaste aisle. (laughs) Go down the other aisle. Sorry, I told you to F off the other day. (laughs) Yeah. That's awful. But it's, yeah, I just just really do think, and, and, you know, the news is the same thing. I mean, and I know I sound like this little old lady. I'm the same way. No. You preach it, sister. I'm with you on this. I preach it. I'm so tired of all of the negativity. Yeah. Because life is not nearly as unsafe as... Some people would like us to think it is. Right. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. I've had some challenges in our neighborhood. 
Some of the other people in my neighborhood have had challenges with their cars being broken into. There's been things. I still feel safe. I still love my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I still don't look at the people walking down my street with, you know, suspicion, with suspicion or, yeah, right. or dislike or anything. Right. I just don't. Yeah. And maybe that's because I'm a Pollyanna, but right. I just don't believe that my life is in danger, mm-hmm. that my house is in danger. I just feel like everything is fine. Yeah, And if people are going to do things, they're going to do things. And if I happen to be the one targeted for it, I am random. Yeah, I am as random as well. Random you know, it's, it's how you handle stuff too. I mean, how you know, like I always tell my kids, guys, if someone breaks in, what do we do? And they chorus back, "We help them carry stuff out." Right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we have insurance. Yeah. Right. Right. Here, That's let fine. me carry that. Can I, for can you. I grab the other end of that couch for you? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just like it's how you handle, um, you know, these life. these these moments of crisis inside of a beautiful life. Right. And I'm gonna let that moment, like. Tracy had her car broken into once. I had my T-top stolen years ago and my old 300ZX, right? <laughs> and what you do with that incident, you can let it kind of bleed into the rest right. of your life or you can just say, that happened, but you know what else happened? All these beautiful things and all these right. wonderful things. Right. This, is a, this is a moment in time. Mm-hmm. It's a tiny little moment in time against this backdrop of absolute beauty. Yeah. So... And why so are you going to focus here in Utah, of all places, that pretty. Seriously, like oh, the mountain everywhere. range. And it's just like, all you have to it's do everywhere. is like literally open your door and yeah. walk outside. And it's like, yeah, like the angels sing. I would sing for you, but no one really wants it. There you go. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was beautiful, Tracy. I didn't have voices like that. Well, it's funny because we do these, we're, we're building these neighborhood YouTube videos that we're going to launch here in this month, actually. And uh, I went up to Olympus Cove this morning, and it's at Neff's Trailhead, I think mm-hmm. it is, right? This little circle up there, and I just pulled off there and grabbed my phone and went out there. And it's, I mean, these views you can get just it's by ridiculous. going like five, right. ten minutes away. It's bananas yeah. how beautiful it is, right? Yeah. And the mountains are, I mean, Mount Olympus is huge, but you really are just so close no matter where in the valley you live. It's pretty cool. And just, I don't know, I have a thing for uh, clouds, uh-huh. And oh, cool. so, you know, to just sit there, I sit there on my on my little porch and I just watch the clouds and the pink and the orange against the blue, blue sky. I mean, I've always been that way. And I'm just laying out and, you know, when I was a little girl looking up at the sky and thinking that is the most amazing shade of blue, you know. And so, I don't know, that's my thing. I love the clouds. And then when I can get them over the mountains on top of it. It's Even just, better. it's perfection. Yeah, yeah. It truly is perfection. Yeah. yeah. So. Sunsets or sun rises. You know, it doesn't even matter. I really don't care. It's just, you know, I just think that in, in Utah, and particularly in Salt Lake, because that's obvious where I spent most of my time, we just have incredible cloud formations. You know, you get the high, thin clouds and you get the big billowy ones. I think it's all the UFOs. It's, uh, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen, speaking of, have you seen that movie, Nope? Yes. So that's oh, yeah. like a whole other spin yeah. on clouds. I mean, I've, I'm too that kind of cloud person. I love clouds. And now when I see those just particular, I'm like. Where's the UFO creature? <laughs> when it starts spinning quarters down on you, you, <laughs> you can start chasing it a little bit more effectively uh, at that time. Awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah, we watched this show called The Y Files. It's a YouTube show. It's just this guy who was a producer and he covers all these conspiracy theories. It's so fun. You should check it's it out. Awesome. And he has such an interesting take because he takes the entire first half of the show, more or less, and he's in. 100%. He tells you the story as the people want you to tell it and as the blah, blah, blah. And then the last half of the show, he's like, well, let's look at that. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes he can't debunk it or whatever, you know, and sometimes he can. Okay, that's fascinating. Yeah, it's really and a fun show. he's so good at it. He's he was so, a producer in Hollywood. Yeah, he's so clever and just... It's it's really well yeah, done. Check yeah, check it out. Yeah, I it's called the White totally House. Totally check yeah. that out. I, I'm a huge believer in any conspiracy theory. Oh, you would love. <laughs> oh my gosh! So Why files? Why files? Look Wi-Files. for it. So good. This podcast sponsored by the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I, I wish. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd be pretty amazing. So, how long have you been here with the title company? Oh, okay. Well, I started in title in 19. I want to say 1986. Okay. Is when I started in title. And I've been at Inwest now for 
20, 21 years. So cool. basically you own the company now. Totally own it. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> totally it. and completely own it, except I have none of that responsibility. <laughs> so in that regard, my life is perfect. Um, you know, it's just, it's been, it's been a wonderful ride. I mean, we made it through, you know, that we've made it through recessions well, well, and the yeah, meltdowns. 2008 and then yeah. COVID and yeah. those are the big, yeah, all the big of that spikes. Stuff and, and so, you know, you've made it all through all of that. We hold each other's hands through it and kumbaya and get mm-hmm. ourselves through it. And, you know, I will say, like, for our company, we have a lot of people who have been here as long as I have, and Uh several of them that have been here longer. That's pretty crazy. And so it's actually really, really amazing. Everybody here in my office has been here for seven years at the least. That is nuts. And beyond that. And so, you know, we just, we're very fortunate. I consider myself to be incredibly fortunate to have a company that I literally grown old with. Yeah, Uh, yeah. You know, it's amazing. And, And it's time warp. You guys mentioned time warp a little bit ago. It is a time warp. It's like, I don't even know how that happened. I'm still 35. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. right. <laughs> in, our, in our heads, right? Because we, you know, we'll, every once in a while end up talking about age in some context. We're like, no, that can't be right. Let me, let's do that on the We graduated whiteboard. from high school like six years ago, maybe. Exactly, right? <laughs> I, just, yeah. I live in that world. I, I, I did. The other day we were talking about something and I literally, about time. And I'm all, that can't be that many years. I literally ran on my 10 key like five times to confirm that the math was right. It's like, that cannot be right. Right. And it was totally right. And right. Well, we've seen that meme. It says, like, the 1980s are to our kids what the 1940s were to us. How is that possible? That's I still crazy. say it's not right. That's I still crazy. say it's not true. It's new math. It's, <laughs> it's, the, it new math. it's the new math. It's totally the new math. Totally Absolutely. the new math. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, because I, you know, we, um, I mean, we, we have like some of the same likes we had back then, but I think we stay mm-hmm. pretty current, right? Like our kids, for example, our 13 year old daughter, she listens to this stuff and it's like kind of jazzy and there's some seventies blend in there. And we're like, oh, she's got the eighties going. And it's like, why, how is this coming out of her playlist? And we're like, when I was a kid, I was playing stuff where my mom and dad were like, turn that racket down. <laughs> <laughs> right? But I think there's a, what I'm trying to say that I think there's a bigger blend between the 80s yeah. and now. Yeah. Right? Than between then between us and the, the big band era or whatever. Yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. My kids, um, my kids are still, you know, I mean, they still listen to music that their dad and I listened mm-hmm. to. And although my boys are wrong. My daughter agrees <laughs> that, that the 80s still had the best music oh, yeah. of all time. I actually, right. I think that too. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. But yeah, you know, I, I, I listen to what my kids listen to and, and they absolutely listen to stuff that I listened to where I have mm-hmm. never listened to anything that my parents listened to. Right. Ever, <laughs> right. 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 Yes. Yeah. So I think that's different. Except yes. the Carpenters. <laughs> Tracy's got a carpenter's fixation. She's got a carpenter's fixation. (laughs) My only biggest problem with the carpenters, and she brought it up, is that when she says you, she she says it like Y-E-W. She doesn't say you like Y-O-U. Right. It's a you. And I don't don't Mm. know. So every time I hear her sing you, which is something that she sings a lot, I hear it wrong. And now so will I every time. I know. I'm I'm here for you. Thanks, Tracy. I'm I'm, I'm just (laughs) After my expertise, did I not tell you? Well, I know what the title of this episode's called. <laughs> Tracy, Tracy's the knowledge of the world, or at That's least right. Utah. We'll call it Utah. We'll keep it there in Utah. Go. There you go. So what do you like to do for fun? Oh, you know, I love to travel. Oh, cool. I, a couple of years, I had my year of yes. And so I, I just love said, that. it was amazing. Honestly, it's it will go down in history as the most epic year, I think, in anybody's life. I uh, we I went to New York a couple of times. The big thing, though, you guys, is I went to Antarctica. We spent a, a month on a cruise ship, and we went down to Antarctica. Whoa! I know it was incredible. That's crazy! It was incredible, and so we we spent oh ten days or so going down the coast to Chile. We spent a week in Antarctica, and then went back on up to Argentina. What'd you do? Uruguay. Um, there's not much to do on a little tiny cruise ship. I'm not going to lie. So we drink. <laughs> well, there's plenty to do. <laughs> so we wandered around in these little tiny towns, in these little tiny towns where the ship um, would stop. Mm-hmm. And then in Antarctica, you know, we'd get out and we we saw all the penguins, of course. We saw a leopard seal, which was 
amazing. Oh, wow. We saw all of the, um, you know, all the different types of whales. Uh, we had one day where we were able to actually stop the ship and just watch an entire pod of killer whales feed. <laughs> and we could hear, you know, their exhalations would echo off the sides of the mountains. And that was That's life-changing. Unreal. Actually, that yeah. was life-changing. Um, but it was just, you know, a very small ship with a, with a group of friends that uh, was just really just so joyful. That's so cool. It was really, yeah, really so cool. It was life changing. I've never heard anybody doing that before. Well, you know, it was just, it was an opportunity. A, a friend of mine is a travel agent and she called up and said, Hey, you know, they're doing this. It's cheap. It's the cheapest you'll ever see it. So I gathered a friend of mine and she gathered some friends of hers and, uh, it, you know, and I look at it now and there's no way we could do it now. Yeah. And we were just, it was a moment in time. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, it was it was really really cool really an adventure that I had never would have hoped to have had other than that. Uh -huh. Jeez, was, yeah. Now it's so expensive to travel anywhere, I know, anywhere. Yeah, and like so, we're looking at airline flights because you know we have these conferences or whatever, and we're like, I thought we could go, but we can't right. go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what well, was yeah. like five hundred dollars? Like two thousand right. dollars, right? right? I was like, wow, it's just crazy. Yeah, we did a cruise last month, and the cruise was fifteen hundred dollars, and the flight to get from here to Long Beach was fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, right. that's right. That's right. It's <laughs> come nuts. on, people. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's bananas. <laughs> but the trip itself was so cheap, right. and the flight together was so insane. And so, yeah, we're we're sort of in hunker down mode this year. It was kind of like uh, same thing. I look at all of the travel, and it's like it's a staycation year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just not yeah. going to do it. I just yeah, it kind it. of is right. Are you doing anything this summer at all? You know, um, not not so much. Like you see, my my daughter is having her baby in July, so I'm really oh, stuck yeah, around yeah, to do sure. that. Right. We've got some stuff planned for this um, for this fall. My boyfriend's uh, dad is turning ninety, so we're oh, going to cool. go have a big birthday party for him in California. Cool. And so we've got that. But honestly, that's the only thing on the schedule right now. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have much either, actually. So we're going to try to golf a little bit this year. We didn't really golf last mm -hmm. year. Um, what are some of the golf courses? That yeah. You, you know, uh, we, the, the Sand Hollow one, the one where the, the, did you see that where they had, what, where the sinkhole up in, is I it didn't America, see it. Up, in, up in American Fork and mm -hmm. it had a sinkhole, but it's a beautiful course. Uh -huh. And so I was a little bit heartbroken. I don't know what they're going to do, but you know, we just kind of hit the courses that are, that are just here locally. Once July hits, we usually go up into the mountains. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The little one up in Morgan is adorable and mm -hmm. it's just really a fun little course to play. Huh. Fun. And, uh, you know, we're going to probably play some of them just really close, nibbly and whatnot. Just right. like, I'm, I'm a hack. Uh -huh. You know, I just figure, I figure if you're out there, you get to turn your phone off. You got blue skies, puffy clouds, green grass. You don't need to. And, and I believe in bang for your buck. If I'm going to pay that fee, uh -huh. I'm going to hit that ball as many times as I, <laughs> as I have to. There you go. To get so, it to go. It's kind of reverse. It's I like that. It it's kind of reverse it golf. Yeah. Absolutely. The hole's right there. But I'm going to hit it this but way. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna, <laughs> I like my driver and my putter. So <laughs> everything else is chaos. Uh, do you, I'm sorry. Do you remember uh, in Mill Creek area? It wasn't Mill Creek exactly, but Dottie's um, <gasps> miniature golf. Yes. So they're bringing back a miniature golf course really? in the new Mill Creek Common area. And I they're going to, I think they're going to name it something Dottie's. Oh, they absolutely should. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. That was absolutely iconic. Yeah. Yeah, I that was the first place I ever played really? golf. Oh, there. I love it. My kids used to go there all the time. They had some friends that lived there on 33rd South. And so in the summertime, that was that's the what, that was spot the of choice. Uh -huh. And so, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I yeah. love that. That is so nostalgic. Yeah, they're doing <laughs> such a great job at just kind of bringing outdoors and mm -hmm. for families to be outside and do things there together. You go. And, yeah, absolutely. That's That'll be the ideal thing. Oh, right. too much fun. Yeah. Do you roller skate? They have that skating. <laughs> Badly. <laughs> very, very badly. <laughs> well, they have that skate ribbon is why I asked. So they have like, oh, the, like you were out skating just the other night. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you roller skate? Who, me? Yeah. No, I don't. You can say badly. Well, no, I can actually roller skate okay. I just think there should be one of us without a broken leg to show houses. I absolutely you know. agree with that. And, you know, at some point, you know, people who skate will fall down. Aww. And when you were a kid, when you, when you when you were Sorry. a kid, it's not far. Yeah, you fell down and you like tumbled, you know, four or five times. You got back up, brushed yourself off. Now, if you just 
you know, hit the curb, you're going to the ER, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I've one of us skated for a walk. long time. The last time I ice skated, I broke my tailbone. <gasps> to your point. Mm. Which has put me a bit off <laughs> of anything that gets strapped onto my feet. Mm, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So winter sports kid, aren't a big thing for you? You know, they're not because I hate the winter. <laughs> and yet here I live. And here all your no. life. Here I live. Yeah, there are some of us around. Some of us. Yeah. Around. I will tell you, though, that I am the girl that refuses to concede to winter. So I don't wear coats. I don't wear oh. boots. And I will lose no less than 10 pairs of gloves in here. <laughs> I just I sort of refuse to concede to winter because it just makes me mad that it exists. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's also a little bit ridiculous. Placing gloves around the city for those who could use them. I like that. I I go through my drawers annually and I find one here, one over there, a couple in my closet. Do you spend time in St. George or any place like that in the winter? No, No. I don't. You should think about that. I think about a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) I contemplate a lot of things. Um, No, you know, I... So here's here's my philosophy on um, warm places during winter for vacation, and you can mock me all you want, <laughs> but I <laughs> it is a little bit weird. So I don't like going places like in January when everybody thinks, oh, I want to get out of here. So you go someplace warm and wonderful, and then you come back and it's still January, <laughs> and you still have four months before mm-hmm. you get to see the sunshine. Yeah. So I would much rather go someplace warm like in March. Because when you get finished coming, you come back from vacation, although it is still March, March 15th is a lot different than March 1st. Yeah. And it's like spring is on the horizon. In January, January 1st and January, there is no difference. There is no spring. There is no warmth <laughs> There's anywhere. No spring. So I uh, I do not go warm places in the winter. <laughs> that makes a strange sort of sense, I think. It's it's logical. <laughs> It's you know? sort of like how I've always been like, I always expect the worst um, because if the bad, if the good if happens, then happens, I'm just like, right. I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah, pleasantly surprised. I knew right? it was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Should have listened to me. Should have listened. Pay attention. So, if you could just stay yeah. on vacation for four months, right? Yes. Those, those snowbirds that go to Scottsdale or whatever, See, right? And that, that I could do. That I would, and, and in fact, that I would do. Yeah. Yeah. If I didn't have to, you know, hang out, if I didn't have to come back to cold, I would absolutely go anywhere and yeah. everywhere for an extended period of time. Yeah. And so that's, that's just the thing for me is I just don't want to be warm and balmy and feel sorry and then come back to cold. Yeah. <laughs> so I would rather just stay in the deep freeze. Yeah. Okay. I like it. <laughs> it kind of unfuns the whole vacation. It I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. It does for me. Yeah. You know, we went to Hawaii one time in January, and the trip was glorious. It was that I know, because the minute we got off the plane, we had to go. We couldn't find the cars. It had snowed so much that we didn't know where our car was. And now you're not acclimated either. No, you spent a week in Hawaii, so now you're freezing your ass off. And because you're and you don't wear a coat, and don't wear a coat. So there you go. And honestly, I was probably wearing flip flops because I was getting (laughs) off of the plane in Hawaii. (laughs) And I have been known to do that. So, you know, so we're out there and there was literally, there was like four feet of snow and they didn't, you know, they don't plow right. the parking lot. Yeah, where you right, do it. right. So we're scraping off all of this snow. Oh my gosh. Trying to find our, we, it wasn't even our all car the cars, that we were brushing off. all the cars are buried. Yeah. So it's like if the car is <laughs> right? shaped like yours, you're going right. to give it a shot. I, I get it. You're going to crash your car. Well, think how nice people, they were like, oh, those nice people. Oh, that they I know. I know. It's like a charity. She's blo- she's brushing off cars. She's <laughs> leaving us gloves. It's like, it's just, it's like this little winter charity. <laughs> just one glove. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, um, so we try and figure out things here in Utah. Like we'll tell people the things they like and the places to go and the neighborhoods mm-hmm. they might like based on who they are. But what are some of the things in your opinion that they, besides winter, obviously, um, that they should watch out for here, that they should be aware of here when they're moving here? Oh, you should just absolutely watch out for like kind and generous people. <laughs> Everybody's just so nice in Utah. That is the truth. Everybody is so nice in Utah. What do people need to watch out for? Honestly, you guys, I've lived here my whole life. I just don't have anything. I think it's just a lovely place to live. I think 
everybody, even the transplants, everybody here is nice because we start to wear off on the on, right. on the transplants. Right. right. Because it's just like everybody's nice. Yeah. But you have to watch out on the roads. Let's talk about that. You okay. have to watch out on the roads. <laughs> so, yeah, that was an obvious <laughs> yeah. one. I know that, yeah, it's just chaos. But why is that? Because, like, you know, if we— I don't know. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I mean, well, I shouldn't say that because I will tell you that I am a terrible driver. And I also recognize that's right. That you are. We talked about that's this. Right. Talked about this. I, I am firmly believing that it is everybody else's responsibility, the fact that I am not in as many accidents as I might otherwise be. So it's entirely possible that other people are much better drivers than I give them credit for. And it's just really me being the bad driver. But I don't think it really is. I think it's just chaos on the roads. Um, I just think people are distracted. I yeah. think people spend are they're just not paying attention. They're in a hurry. You see people going down the phone, going down the road on their phones right. and stuff. Right? Even though it's right. illegal, it's illegal. It's totally illegal. Yeah. On the freeway the other day, I had this guy. He was weaving in every lane. He was going, and we're on the freeway, and it's rush hour, and he's going <laughs> forty five, weaving in and out. Oh my gosh! And I look over, and I'm watching him because I'm behind him, and he's like totally leaned over into the passengers, like foot well thingy trying to find his phone or something trying to find his phone probably (laughs) and I'm like watching him thinking oh my gosh we're all just gonna die we're all gonna just sit here and just die and he's not even gonna know it because he's not being responsible for your driving that's all we can (laughs) so yeah I just think I think really nice people turn really mean on the road and I say that because I'm a nice person and I turn mean on the road Mm -hmm. so yeah that would be the only thing I could think of yeah yeah driving I think it's I think you're right yeah. Like what's the famous one, the Utah block yeah. where three people, I think, and kind of inadvertently drive next to each other. Right. Right. And so right. you can't pass them no matter no. what you do. No, 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 no. It's just me too. I'm, I'm probably one of those people going, oh, I'm going fast enough. But I don't get in the passing lane either. So I am actually going fast you enough. You are. You are. Because I'm not in the passing lane. So. Uh, do you have funny. a favorite place or... Um, I don't know, something. Or hang out. Hang out that you like. Well, I'm a bit of a homebody. um, So I really enjoy hanging out in my yard. Um, But, you know, there's this little place upon, uh, I'm going to totally give them a plug because they're amazing. And if I can remember their name, that would be even better. Um, But they're on 21st South and about 550 East. It's just this little teeny tiny place. It's got a, a sign on top of it that I says, think says like the fire pit or something like that fire pit barbecue so it's it's west of that um but this is an it's it's like an old converted i almost want to say like garage so it's got like yeah, garage I know doors what, that fit yeah out. I know oh it used it to be a barbecue used place to be a barbecue now place. something yeah. else yeah we've been there when it was a barbecue place you know it's being sort of swallowed up by some new apartment buildings uh-huh. that live there but it has like great charcuterie trays which Charcuterie, is it kind of a wine bar? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. But they've oh, we got should go there. We haven't been there since. Of, yeah. of great food, and they have a wonderful Sunday brunch, and it's small, it's intimate, oh, it's wow. delightful. And they're open on Sunday, which is, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And so I really love them because it's such a small little crew. And like I said, they're being a bit swallowed up by some apartment buildings that are under construction. So I love going there. That's one of my favorite places. Um We'll put a link in the in the show. Yeah, that would out. Yeah. be that'd be fantastic. Yeah. they do just a great job, and they're super friendly, and they've got outdoor seating, which is always a plus. Mm-hmm. I love outdoor seating, um, so that's one of my favorite little spots to go. I should really pay attention to names of places. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. We'll, do that. we'll get it. We'll get it covered. <laughs> we'll get it covered. Um, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, and so you know, we just. I mean, I. I like to try to kind of hit like little local spots. I'm not um, a chain person mm-hmm. just because I feel like if you've got the courage to open up a restaurant or something, then people should let's support, support it. it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And so uh, there's a little place called El Menos. I don't know how you say it. It's a Mexican place on West Temple and 1700 South. It has fantastic food. Huh. Um, they're it's very authentic. They've got great food. They're very friendly. They remem- remember us every time we go in, <laughs> uh-huh. um, which I always appreciate as well. For sure. Uh-huh. And so um, that's some place that we've really been visiting on a regular basis. Oh, what's the place down there around West Temple and 18th? It's like kind of almost well i think it is famous now it's a it's in the ground floor of an apartment building um it's probably shades no it's like at annie's or peggy's oh yeah so that's um what's it called penny ants penny ants yeah do you like that place i do the only reason i'm challenged with penny ants is just 
everybody loves them. And so it's the like lines so are long. Crowded. So it's so invoked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can't get in. Yeah. That was and kind of our experience too the other day. Yeah. And there's also Sweet Lake, which is on 1700 South and Richard Street. Oh, okay. And they do um, like these great biscuits. And their big thing is they have fresh lemonade with all of these different things. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. So it's just called Sweet Lake. You got to check Lake. that out. Yeah. yeah. You should totally check out We don't know any of these Lake. places. It's amazing. Yeah. I've actually been there. You've been to Sweet Lakes? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. You're so yeah. worldly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a fantastic, fantastic. They do breakfast and lunch, and uh, we really enjoy them as well. And so I'm a huge fan of any place you can go and get um, a good poached egg is a thing for me. Yeah. I like poached eggs and hollandaise. <laughs> That's how I determine a good recipe. <laughs> I like it. Very specific criteria. <laughs> That's cool. So we do this thing at the end of the podcast where we both kind of name kind of some random things around Salt Lake. Okay. And then, you know, it's not necessarily word association, mm-hmm. but just kind of if you have a memory there or what you think about it or whatever. So do you want to go first? UTA. Oh, you know what? I love the UTA. I rode them all the time when I was a little girl going down to Sugar House to swim at Hygieia. And um, Hygieia, what's Hygieia Eyes? Um, so you know where the Red Man movie and yeah, on twenty first. So right next to that used to be Hygieia Ice, and they would have a swimming pool and an ice ring. Really? And huh. they they it was an ice an ice manufacturer as well. Uh-huh. And so they took it down a number of years ago, right. of course, to uh, build the hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's there now. Uh-huh. So you take so, the Utah Transit did. Authority. Do you guys remember the song? Do you remember the song? The UTA song. The UTA song. Go, yes. go, 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 go UTA. Yeah. People are going places. Go UTA today. You hey. do have a lovely song. <laughs> he does. For the UTA jingle, yes. Indeed. Indeed. yes. <laughs> the buck stops there, though, the end of the UTA show. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, okay, what's next? Oh, uh, the state fair. I have been to the state fair exactly once. <laughs> um, I don't like dust. It's very dusty. Oh, it's dusty. It's and very I, dusty. I struggle with dust. Mm-hmm. And so I went there the one time and I just got, I got dusty. You got dusty. Too I, dusty. Yeah. And yeah. so I've never. You know, we don't go. Okay. 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 We're kind of aspirationally state fair goers. Like yeah. we kind of want to go, you right? Think about it, but we never do. We've yeah. been well. We've I've been, been like, twice with the kids. You were out of town one time. Yeah. I took the kids. So I'm. But it is dusty. State. I've never actually put it that is. together. I mean, oh, it's yeah, not like 100%. that would stop us, but it is dusty. Yeah, yeah. it's just dusty. Yeah. Um, your turn. Um, I just had, oh Main Street Park City. <laughs> just so much fun. I um I I think about Main Street Park City and I think about the Olympics and just the fun that we had wandering up and down the streets. Uh-huh. Um, which is you know I mean we eat there and 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 whatnot, but really the fun is always people watching, and it doesn't even have to be at a famous time. It's just right. fun to find a spot where you can people watch at any given time of the year. Right, because there's such a variety, such a variety, people. and you know looking at people going, is that a mother and daughter or a sister and sister? <laughs> you know, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I love Main Street. It's delightful. Camping or glamping? Glamping, hundred percent against dust. <laughs> there you go. Do you go glamping or no? No. <laughs> I aspirationally glamp. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, Tracy likes to camp. I don't, and so we end up like having we kind this. of glam camp. We kind of glam camp. Yeah, sort of kind of. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, um, anything else you want to mention before we kind of close down? Um, no. Okay. Okay. I just, it's, I'm, I'm out of, I'm out of conversation. <laughs> I somehow doubt that, <laughs> but uh, we'll call it. So Tracy, thank, thank you, you so much. much. Hey, thank you guys. This was so fun. Thank yeah. you.